Good afternoon, everyone. I hope you're having a great day and you're enjoying your life. You know, I hope you're finding something to be joyful about today. Just look out to the sun. Look out to the beautiful, you know, creation that the Lord has created for us to enjoy. Listen to the birds. Look at the tree. Look at the wind. You know, look at the the sunset. Look at the sunrise. It's all beautiful. Things are going to work out. Just really look at your surroundings and see the beauty of the Lord around you 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 know because there's so much things that are happening in media in our economy in the world right now but I just want you to take time to just look around to the beautiful creation that the Lord has created us to live in okay so we are continuing our um, prayer series we are doing the uh, eight prayer watches and Today we are talking about 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. prayer watch. So I want you to take time, you know, um, take out your books and your Bibles and get ready to learn about the 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. prayer watch. Um, We are going to really dig into it and get some revelation of what the Lord is saying about this time. And that will be the fifth prayer watch. So get ready to really learn about the fit prayer watch so let's take a moment of prayer and also worship Yeah. Mm-hmm.
All right, let's take time to pray. Lord, I just thank you for today. You are the God that knows all, sees all. So we know that, Lord, everything that happens in our lives, Father, you already preordained it. And so I pray that, Lord, you give us strength to be able to endure the things that we don't understand. Help us to have divine clarity and divine um, wisdom and divine knowledge of what you are doing so that we can walk this life and run this race with you god i pray for um revelation to come down on your people today as we steady what the fifth prayer watch is all about i pray for those that are called to this prayer watch to respond when you do call them uh god i pray even now for those that don't pray in the morning god as they listen to this i pray the lord they will start to pray in the morning they will take prayer in the morning seriously father because from 6 a.m to 9 a.m is when people are waking up getting ready for work and i pray the lord they will be able to take the time to sit before your face to come before the throne of grace and really bask in your worship and also come and speak out of your heart they will be speaking out in in spirit and in truth father so i pray that lord um as i i teach about this prayer prayer watch i pray that lord you decrease me and increase yourself i come against any distraction of the enemy any delays of the enemy that the enemy has tried to plan against your people that it is dismantled right now in the name of jesus and i pray that lord those that are are um are not aware of what prayer is about i pray that lord they will get a revelation today and i pray for father that you will put a thirst in the bellies of your people that lord not only will they um spend time with you but lord they will really be authentic in how they spend time with you it will not be obligation but god it will be community it will be communion with you it will be a, a relationship with you so father i pray that lord let it not be seen as a burden in the morning but but to be seen as an encounter that you want your people to have with you so i pray for those that um desire to have a prayer life god as they listen to these prayers i pray the lord that desire will increase and you will give them a, a anointing and you will give them a grace and you will give them a mantle to be able to also pray to be able to be uh prayer warriors those that desire that uh, anointing those that desire that relationship of what a prayer watch is all about god i pray that lord you will you will give them you will give them that mantle and that desire desire to be prayer warriors god not to pray for the community to pray for the government to pray for the politics to pray for the well-being of your people to pray for healing to pray for the well-being of who you've called them to be and also the people that is in their town in their family so I come and I release this time of um, teaching to you. Decrease me, God, and increase yourself. Let your will be done and let your kingdom come. I pray that, Lord, our ears will be open to hear what you want to say. Our eyes will be open to see what you want us to see in the realm of the spirit. I pray, God, that our our mouth will be open to be fed by your word. And I pray, God, that our senses will be submitted to you so that we can receive everything that you were saying that we don't see or we don't perceive i pray that lord you open ourselves to you god everything that is blocking our senses god i pray you remove it right now in the name of jesus i do pray and it's in the name of jesus we are coming together to pray and to learn amen <laughs>
Hi, ladies. All right, so I want to invite you all to Redemption Conference. I don't know about you, but I love going to women's conferences. Just having a time to just really reflect internally and allow God to just do His work in me, you know, and also network with other women and really be fed spiritually. I absolutely love conferences, women's conferences, to just really grow. I feel like every time I go, I come back home or I just feel a change, you know, a change internally, emotionally. I just feel refreshed, you know. So I want to um, invite you to Redemption Conference. It's happening September 11 to 12. Um, It's virtual, so you can literally put on your pajamas, you know, get some popcorn and put on your iPhone or your computer or your TV and really enjoy a time of networking, a time of healing, a time of worship, a time of prayer, and a time of being fed spiritually from your couch or from your bed. How amazing is that, right? Anyway, I love Redemption Conference. I think that, you know, it's beautiful to see women come together to heal, to really grow and to learn and to reach for purpose together. And most importantly, to have to seek, you know, wholeness and freedom from whatever it is that, you know, the enemy might be trying to put on them. So I want to invite you to Redemption Conference. Uh, You will definitely love it. I I absolutely um, love walking in obedience and doing what God is calling me to do. So you can literally go on Eventbrite. It's uh, Redemption Conference dot um, Redemption Conference twenty twenty dot Eventbrite dot com. So you can go on there and get your ticket. Um, if you have been affected by the coronavirus and you don't have a job. We totally understand you can come for free or you can sow a seed, whatever you can sow. You can sow a dollar, two cents, uh, $20, $50, $1, $3, whatever you can sow. You can sow nothing if you don't have money. We understand. Trust me, we really do. So you can definitely come and enjoy yourself, you know. So um, go on to redemptionconference2020.eventbrite.com and get you a ticket. Love you and hope to see you virtually. So yeah, Redemption Conference um, 2020. It's happening September 11th and 12th. September 11th from 7.30. Um, I mean from 7 to 8 p.m. And then um, September 12th in the morning until. So go into Eventbrite. Um and go and search Redemption Conference 2020.eventbrite.com and you can get your ticket again. If you don't have money, it's okay. You can go. I have a free ticket option. You can get that one as well. Uh, if you want to sew, you can sew as well. There's a link on there. So thank you so much. Um, and every 10% of um, every ticket that is sold, 10% goes to Project Girl by... Um, Joyce Myers, which is basically a um, a project that helps women who've been through sex trafficking, women who's been through really traumatic events in their lives to help them restore their identity in Christ and basically help them on their feet to know that they are the righteousness of God in Christ and they are chosen and they have an anointing and they can really break yokes and they can really walk in their purpose and even be like Esther, you know, or Deborah 
or roots, you know, and acquire everything that God has for them. So thank you for supporting. If you cannot make it, you can always donate. Um, you can go on their link. Redemption Conference 2020.eventbrite.com. All right, so today we are talking about um, the prayer watch, the fit prayer watch. Thank you for joining Mimi's message today and continuing the prayer watches with me. So we're talking about the 6 a.m. to the 9 a.m. So I hope you have your pens and your books and your Bible ready. We're going to be looking in the Word and really referencing some things, okay? So the fifth prayer watch is a time for both spiritual and physical strengthening. You are being strengthened in um, physically and also spiritually. Um, I think you know the Bible says that men shall not eat, men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And I know that I know that the Bible also proceeds out of the mouth of God. So, while you are feeding your mouth, you know, with food and with the fats of the land, um, ice cream and burgers and whatnot. Remember to also feed your spirit. You know, we want our spirit to be strengthened in the Lord. You know, and what better way to strengthen your spirit than to spend quality time with the Lord in the morning? You know, I like um, knowing what other people's love languages are because I think that when you love people how they want to be loved, the relationship becomes more um, better and also more exciting, you know. Um, and I believe that God's love language is quality time. He likes to spend time with us, you know. And I don't know about you, but I love spending time with the Lord. I don't ever want to miss a day or a minute or a time where in the morning, you know, even sometimes at nighttime or in the afternoon, I take time out, you know, um, to spend time with Him. He really loves when we draw near to him because when we draw near to him he draws near to us right he inhabits in our praises so the fifth prayer watch like i said is a time for both spiritual and physical strengthening um of you know who you are remember that we are body spirit and soul so your soul is your mind, your desires, you know, and your body is your physical body. And your spirit is your spirit man where the Holy Spirit dwells, you know. And when we die, we are leaving behind our body. What leaves is our spirit that leaves, you know. Um, and prayerfully, you know, our spirit leaves to heaven. You know, if you're saved by by praying the salvation prayer and believing in your heart that Jesus died on the cross and on the third day he rose up, you know, and he's sitting on the right hand side of God and he's the savior of the world. He's the Lord of Lords then. And you live by the word of God, you know, um, salvation is ours. We are children of God and we are going to inherit being a part of, you know, the kingdom of God when we do die. So if you don't know who God is and you've not prayed a salvation prayer, um, at the end of this, I'm going to pray the salvation prayer and you can pray it with me, okay? So we're, I'm going to reference Acts 2.15. It says, For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it, it is but the third hour of the day. And also Psalms um, 2.7-9. I like that. It says, I will declare the decree. 
the Lord had said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost part of the earth for thy possessions. Um, those shall break them with a rod of iron. So basically saying, God is saying, you know, ask me and I'll give you what it is that you, you need for the possessions that you need. Um, I I normally read from the King James Version, but if you have like the NIV Version or any translation that makes sense to you, as long as, you know, um, you're open to the Holy Spirit to get revelation, um, use what, what scripture um, is best for you. You know, as long as it's not removing what God has already placed in the Bible, uh, which is, I believe that King James is the first, um, is the most accurate one. Um, I know that there are a lot of translations, but you don't want to get so far away from the Word of God, you know. So um, I normally just stick to King James Version. Um, So um, the spiritual significance of sunrise during this time is having Jesus Christ. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the God of Gods, rise over us. It's just an analogy that, you know, when the sun rises, the Son of God rises over us as well. Um, I like Malachi um, 4.2. Malachi 4.2. It says, But to you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness shall arise. With healing in his wings, you shall go out and grow fat like stale-fed cows. Um, so, with healing in his wings, I love that healing in his wings, um, and we all know that Jesus is a healer, right? When he was on earth, he healed so many people. The woman who had the issue of blood, uh, even the woman who was in John four, the Samaritan woman, Jesus healed her by just mere conversation, letting her know that. Hey, I see you, you know. Yeah, you've you've had a lot of men, you know, even the man that you you're with is not your husband, but guess what? I see you. I came through Samaria just for you. And she felt seen. She felt seen, she felt heard. You know, no man was able to hear her and see her as she wanted to. And here comes Jesus with healing in his wings there to really see her and that's so beautiful anyway doing this watch pray for such issues as healing in your body you know if you have any issues in your body maybe you have a headache you know i believe in the power of of healing and faith you know um it's very hard to to walk in the in the gift of healing one of the gift of the spirit of the holy spirit is is healing the gift of healing and it's healings not just one healings um and it's healings because there's so many ways to heal people you know when somebody um when somebody is you know having issues in their body um i believe that god can really you know let you feel that hurt that person is feeling and that could signal to you in the realm of the spirit that somebody in the room is feeling pain in their back or pain in their leg or pain in their head. And that is the Holy Spirit telling you, hey, 
um stop praying you know for somebody in the room or when you when you acknowledge that you're feeling that way the holy spirit will lead you to who it is that is feeling like that or maybe the holy spirit will say just ask in the room is anybody feeling headache or anybody feeling a certain way or feeling you know depressed or feeling sad or feeling pain in their in their in their back and their leg you know the Holy Spirit will lead you, but you first have to acknowledge that you're feeling certain things. So when you're in this time, be open, be sensitive to the spirit realm. But the spirit realm meaning, you know, divine, you know, godly um, um, conversation and 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 nudgings from the from the Lord. He will He will show you. He will reveal to you. Um, and I believe that when we acknowledge that we are feeling certain things, sometimes we might feel like when you're new to this type of relationship with God, sometimes you will, you will mistaken it and you feel like the, the enemy is trying to hurt you, but it's not that way. I mean, if you're in the room by yourself and maybe you're praying for somebody and you, your feet start to hurt or, you know, some something in your body start to hurt, then maybe it's the person that you're praying for that, that the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you, hey, you know, they, they're having issues with their leg or they're having issues this way or that way. It's always great to ask God, why am I feeling this in my body or why am I feeling like this when I'm praying for that person? Or, you know, you might be with somebody might be next to you and you're feeling that way like lord why am i feeling that way um i believe that we are body we are spirit and body um we are spirit first and body second so your spirit man the more you feed your spirit the more it's going to be able to you know um um yield information to you your spirit is 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 in alignment with god so god will communicate to you okay um, so be open in this time because this is a time of healing. 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. is a time of healing. Maybe God is healing you specifically or God is healing other people. But, you know, the more you walk in healing, the more manifestations of, you know, um, the spirit realm is going to open to you. Um, sometimes you're, when you feel certain things on your body that the Lord is trying to tell you is happening in somebody else's else's body you might mistaken that you are feeling that way you might feel like you want to go to the hospital but you that's why it's important to pray what you're feeling back to the lord like lord are you is this are you showing me this is what's happening in this person's body and the more you spend time with god in that area of uh healing um what is going to happen is that you're going to um be quick to understand what the holy spirit is telling you you know um you quickly understand that oh wait that that person is feeling this way or that person has a issue with their lungs or this or that or that you're going to be very quick in pointing out who it is that you need to pray healing for and where in the body of that person needs healing sometimes it comes in heat like you will feel heat in a certain part of your body sometimes it will be pain um, but you just have to really um, be open and also be open to the Lord. And also sometimes it might be emotional. When it's emotional, you feel really, you feel sad. You feel, you feel this rush of just emotions, okay? And it, it, you will know the more you spend time with the Lord in this time, the more you start to pray about, about what it is that the Lord is leading you to feel for a person the more he's going to open your eyes and open your your mind 
to understand what you're feeling. And you might not even have to pray a long prayer. You just know. You have a knowing. You know, there's there's a way. There's a time with the Lord when you spend a lot of time with Him. There is a time where you start to have a knowing. It's like when you are married to your husband, you know, if you're a woman, or when you are, when you have siblings, you know, you just know that they're going to do something. or You, you just know they're going to say something because you've spent so much time with them. So you know what their response is going to be even before you ask them, you know, uh, and you get to that point, God will just, you have a knowing of what God is doing in the time that you might not even have to like pray a long prayer. You just know this is what God is saying. Um, and, and that's where I believe God wants a lot of us to be in that knowing season, in that knowing relationship of him, you know. And so um, another type of healing is not just body. There's different type of healing. There's progressive healing. There is instant, sudden, immediate healing. And that's miraculous healing. Um, there's gradual healing, you know, um, healing is not only for physical, like I said, um, it's also for emotions. Like if somebody is feeling sad, you encouraging the person is you healing the person because encouragement built up faith. Okay. Encouragement removes doubt. Encouragement builds up a person's, um, joy and internal you know, contentment. So if somebody comes to your house and you're feeling down and sad and just feel like it's the end of the world because their mortgage is due and they don't have money or their husband, you know, cheated or something horrible happened, you sitting there and you encouraging them is you being a healer. God is using you to heal their heart and heal their vision, okay? When you encourage them, you change how they see things because you will, God will help you to see it in a way that they might not see see it because they are being clouded by their judgment or by the circumstance. But because you um you are able to pray and ask the Lord to reveal to you what it is that He wants the person to know, um, you'll be able to encourage the person, and that's another type of healing. Um, so be careful with your words, you know, be careful with how you talk to people, what you say, what you don't say, how you react, because it all leads to healing. Uh, one one thing I know is when you're praying at this time for people, you got to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You, The Holy Spirit will tell you things about people when you're praying at this time. And, you know, God will tell you if it's okay to share it with that person or wait for it some time. And then he will confirm it later on. It's okay to share it with that person. Most of the time, not everybody is um, ready to, to receive the encouragement that you want to give them. Or even the word of God that you want to give them. So you got to ask the Lord, is this time? Timing is everything to the Lord, okay? And sometimes God will lead you to to, to really encourage somebody you don't even know like you will be praying you know and God will start to reveal things to you about a person and you just start praying about them you don't know them you know and God will start telling you this and you start praying and then maybe later on you you might you know um you know uh, maybe connect with them in some way and then you will release that information to them like hey you know God really 
led me to pray for you. I I don't really know you, but God led me to pray for you. And, you know, this is what God is saying. He want to encourage you. He sees you. He loves you. He has great plans for you. You know, the person might look at you like you're crazy. Like, how did you know all of this, you know? But again, it's all about timing. You you have to be careful when God reveals things to you about people during this time and this prayer watches that you you got to go back to the Lord and ask him if it's okay for you to release it because God trusts those who he can trust information with. If you go around telling everybody what God told you about this person and that person, that is not what God wants you to do. That is not Christian-like. That is not godly. That is not a watchman. A watchman sees everything but is very wise in what he or she reveals, okay? So, um, again, this is during a time where you pray for issues like healing in the body, relationships, family, government, and the economy. Relationships, family, we got to pray for the family. Got to pray for the men in this world. I feel like the enemy want to attack the men because they are the head of the house. You know, they are the ones that God entrusted everything to like it you know when we look in um genesis adam and eve god entrusted the whole garden to adam okay before eve came and eve came and be his bone of his bone and his flesh of his flesh and he became one and then they have kids so the enemy is after the head okay if you want to break down the whole entire you know um kingdom or if you want to break down the whole entire um, foundation you have to start from the head and what is the head the man the man is the head of the house and we have to pray for for men in this world and also men who are married men who have a family or who have a wife and and children if the head is not functioning well then everything underneath it does not function well so let's pray for family let's pray that there's more restoration in families Let's pray against divorce. Let's pray for um, relationship, you know, between men and women, relationship between, you know, parents and children. Let's pray for that, okay? Government. We know that our government has a lot of issues. There's nowhere in the world that government don't, don't have issues. It comes with the territory. So if you're called to the mountain of the government, to politics, you know, there are different type of mountains, right? There's the family, there is the entertainment, there is the government, politics, there is the um, church, religion, right? There is the um, marketplace. So we have there five, five mountains, economy. So basically, um, pray, you know, let God lead you. You might not hit every part of this healing prayer watch okay you might just probably just pray for the government you know from 6 a.m to 7 a.m you know and that might be just it that might just be your assignment to just pray for the government and that's okay that's how it is to flow with the lord to flow with the holy spirit because he will lead you what to pray um and then the economy we know that our economy is suffering right now unemployment has risen high you know, and it's, it's not just in this country, but in a lot of different countries, okay? So let's pray against the, the spirit of poverty, okay? Let's let's denounce the spirit of poverty. poverty. Let's dismantle the assignment of poverty. You know, um, 
I believe that God says that in his word, uh, you know, we're going to grow from riches to, uh, from, from, excuse me, we're going to grow from glory to glory and from victory to victory. And I believe that that means we are growing in every part of our body, in every part of us, in mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you know, financially, every part of us is growing from victory to victory and from glory to glory. So, of course, we're going to grow from riches to riches, okay? It can be riches in finances, riches in spirit, riches in, you know, the word of God, riches in whatever it is that we need the favor of the Lord on. And I believe that, you know, God blesses those who use what he gives, you know, profitably. You know, if you're somebody that does not tight, you don't, you don't give your offering, you don't give with a cheerful heart to the Lord, you don't really obey Malachi 3.10. It's kind of hard, you know, to find prosperity when you are short with your hand, meaning that you don't extend your hand to people or you don't extend your hand to the well-being of the Lord's house, you know. So keep that in mind when you're praying for the economy. Really check yourself and ask yourself, are you abiding and and being um, obedient to the word of the Lord concerning the economy, concerning Government concerning family, concerning relationships, concerning your body, because you you first you have to examine yourself before you examine other people. You know, so be be mindful of this while you pray. Um, concerning these healing, also pray for yourself for that for that to manifest in yourself. You know, when you're praying for others, um, it's important to pray for yourself concerning those things before you start to pray for others because you can't really. Um, give out what you don't have you know you can't really know what somebody needs if you have not really understood it for yourself you know Um. so this is also a time for the Holy Spirit to prepare us okay a time that the Holy Spirit prepares us Um. I want you to look at Second uh, Corinthians 9 30 and Ephesians 4 12 okay um Acts 2 15 it says for these are not drunken as you suppose seeing it seeing it but the third hour of the day so this is the day that it's the third hour you got this is the third hour of the day you know or 9 a.m when the Holy Spirit descended in the upper room on the day of Pentecost to equip the 120 disciples for service. Okay, remember the disciples were waiting for the Holy Spirit to come. Jesus told them to wait in the upper room and act because it is very, 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 very difficult to walk in the Spirit and to do the things of the Spirit if you don't have the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus told them to wait. It's kind of hard to operate in the gift of the Spirit if you don't have the Holy Spirit, right? Um, Regular hours scheduled for workday usually begins between the hours of 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. This is why it's important for those that are, you know, working at this time or maybe you are um, getting ready to go to work, um, Maybe it might be it might be good for you to wake up a little earlier to pray. I really, really, really believe that 
um, setting your time, your day in prayer and worship, it's very important. You know, you can worship in your car. There are many times where I would drive to work where I will literally worship in my car. Now, there are certain songs that I would not listen to because I know that if I did, I would really go into the realm of the spirit and I will start to pray in tongues and it will not be good. It would not be good on the highway. <laughs> so there are certain songs that I was like, okay, this is this is a deep song. And I cannot be listen to this song right now because I might just really, you know, start to go into, you know, in deep into the into the spirit and start praying in tongues and crying and all these things. So I normally will leave that when I get to the office and I'll close my door and I'll pray while I'm there. I really set my my uh, my room in motion, really pray over the place where I work, um, you know, pray for the people there, um, pray for the people that are coming to the place, you know. Uh, if you don't have an office, you can pray in your cubicle, you can go to the bathroom, you can even pray in your car, you know. Sometimes, there have been times where... I have actually gone to work early before everybody comes and I pray over the place, you know, before everybody comes. So remember that when you are at work, you are also representing the Lord. You are an, you are an army of the Lord at work. You know, we are not to hide who we are. God really takes us to these different jobs because he has an assignment for us. You might just be the only Christian in that place. And you might be the one that really need to intercede on for the people. You know, I'm going to give my my um um example for me. There have been times where God has talked to me about people in, at my job. And I will literally go to their door before they come in and I'll pray over their door. You know, because God has shown me that this person is go, is is depressed or that person is suicidal or that person is, you know, having marital issues. Your husband is this or that. And I don't go and tell them this is what God is telling me because they're going to look at me like I'm weird. <laughs> One, two, they're not ready to receive that yet. So with wisdom, I pray for them. And then I wait for God to do something in their lives. And then I'll hear them talk about it in the break room. You know, and I'm like, thank you, Lord, for answering that prayer. They don't know that I pray for them. They don't need to know. That's the thing. They don't need to know unless the Lord has told you to go to that person and say, hey, this is what I feel like, you know, is going on. I feel like you're, you're feeling this way and I feel led to tell you about it. You know, one thing, I, one thing I don't hide is that I'm a Christian. When I'm at work, I pray over my food. They know I'm a Christian. I play worship music in my office. They know I'm a Christian. So um, I, don't, I don't hide it, you know. I never hid it from anybody. Even when I work in the medical field, I never hid it. Because why shall I hide the Lord? He is my refuge. He's my fortress. He's my savior. He's my father. He's my everything. I don't ever hide that I know him. Because if we hide him, then why 
how how are you gonna hide the Lord from people that you know Him? Then basically you're acting like Peter denying Christ. You know, I believe that we live we live in a a season where people wanna know God when they are in or or say that they know God when they are at church. But when they go to the marketplace, they don't know who he is. When they go to work, oh, you cannot mention God here. Oh, no. When I'm leaving work, I'm like, you have a blessed night. Thank you. Good morning. How are you? I am blessed. I'm I'm doing well. Thank you. By the grace of God, how are you doing? You know, I'm not there to blast in your face Jesus all day, all, all day. but, you know, I acknowledge God, you know, I acknowledge the Lord. So don't hide God at your workplace. Be okay talking about the Lord, you know, be okay doing that. If you get fired, guess what? The Lord will find another job for you, right? He will. And I'm not saying go and take your Bible and hit people in the head with the word of God. No, the Holy Spirit will give you a, a an opportunity to talk about the Lord. He will. Of all the years that I've worked in the medical field and in in the science world where God is taboo, the many times that I have talked to people about God, I should have been let go <laughs> a long time ago. But I didn't because God was covering me. Many times that I go to these jobs, the Lord assigns me to go there. I know it's not because I want to go and get money. It's beyond that. There are many times where people have been saved. Prayers have been prayed. Where people's breakthrough has happened because I was obedient to what God was saying. And I will say this. There was a time, and I'm giving this testimony. There was a time where... I worked in the medical field. I'm not going to say where, but I worked in the medical field for a very long time. And I, I've i worked in, you know, people who have cancer, cancer, end-stage lung cancer. And I remember I had patients where they really had, like, a lot on them. And they had um, basically a few months to live, you know. And oddly... During those times, people are very open to hear about the Lord. Some are not, but some are. And I remember that my patients would always cry. And I would be like, oh, Lord, why do I keep getting all these patients that, you know, have the most difficult time and just have the, the worst case? Because he wanted to use me to encourage them, right? Encourage your heart. And let him know that he's with them. He wanted me to, he wanted, he wanted to use me to heal their heart and to let them see the brighter picture amidst all that was happening around them. And I remember specifically praying to the Lord one morning. I told him, I don't want to have patients that have worst case scenarios this week. Can you just give me happy patients that's what i said can you just give me patients that are not you know um have the worst you know because it seems like i was the only one who always had difficult extremely difficult you know situations where patients basically had like two months to live or three months to live 
and it was very very sad you know and i i loved you know talking to them and helping them and you know um ministering to them and letting them know it's going to be okay i loved that but every time i talked to my other coworkers they're like oh my patient you know just had this little lump or this you know that but it's like i always had the most worst cases of patients you know issues and so what i said was lord can i have patients like my other coworkers who have patients that don't have extreme you know a body issues or or um you know physical issues concerning what they were dealing with and honestly i had patients that were not extreme they did not have extreme um diagnosis but you know what god did the next the patient that is next to mine had extreme issues and so i was there like i got there and i opened the patient's file my patient's file and i was reading it and i'm like oh you know this patient is just here for you know lung check you know just a ct scan awesome great talk to the patient it was you know very nice very great even even then i still encourage the patient i i'm an encourager i like encouraging people and god has given me the grace for that you know whatever issue it is i think that's why god always sent sent me patients who had very difficult cases of you know cancer so that i can encourage them you know but i remember i would never forget i was there in the or reading my patient's chart and then after i was done talking to my patient i came out and i just heard this sobbing this like intense sobbing and i was like okay where is this coming from and i look and it was this two parents this man and this woman they were really like just hugging each other and crying with tears like really loud i don't know how i was able to hear all that amidst all the you know up and down that pe- people were going up and down in the hospital but i was it was so loud <clears throat> and the more i you know i i turn around i'm like okay that's not my patient so i just turn around and it got louder and louder and i knew god was telling me to go over there and talk to them and so i went and i talked to them and their child had this extremely horrible um you know illness and i saw their child and i'm like wow you know your child was incubated it was very very bad you know they they had a tube in their it was just really they were the child was just really uh, it was horrible it was a horrible um case a horrible disease that the, the child was dealing with um you know um basically in a coma um and these two parents were just standing there hugging each other you know crying and even though it, it was not my patient the lord told me to go over there and encourage them and so i did just that so i say this to let you know that 
yes, I asked the Lord to give me patience that were not difficult. And he, he did. He did not give me patience that were not difficult, you know, during that week. But he led me to people that were going through difficult situations. So whenever you are at work, you are not there for just you. You're not there to just make money. It's more than that. Those two parents needed somebody to see them. Needed somebody to hear them. Needed somebody to mourn with them. Though I don't know them, I never knew them. I've never met them again. The Lord used me to show them that he sees them. He hears them. He mourns with them. Okay? So... When you are at work, don't hide the Lord from people. One, two, be open to when the Holy Spirit gives you opportunity to minister to somebody with encouragement. Three, remember that you are there as a compassionate person. In the spirit realm, we are compassionate. Okay, so be have empathy and sympathy for the people you work with. Do not take everything personally. You know, I have worked with people that were difficult. Difficult. But when I prayed, the Lord let me see a bigger picture. That they were going through issues at home. And they were bringing it to the job. It wasn't me. It was just their own issues. So what did I do? I prayed for them. And I kill them with kindness. And they turn around. And when their issues were resolved. They were like oh. I'm so sorry I treated you that way. I'm so sorry I said those things the other time. I, I just. I, I'm just so sorry. I cannot believe I just did. You know I said that. It was so rude of me. And they went on and on and on. And I'm like. I, I'm glad that you saw that. And that you are acknowledging you know what you said and what you did and and then they change their whole atmosphere they change who they are they change how they interact with me and how they interact with everybody so you just have to give grace to people that you work with remember that you are there as a vessel of the lord to be used i i can go on and on many times the lord has used me to bless people to help people to help Marriages that I've never even seen their spouse or even to help their children to just listen, be a listening ear for people. Like, I can go on and on, but that's not why we're here for. But I just want you to know that when you go to your job, you are there as a vessel of the Lord. Be open for the Lord to use you, okay? So remember that regular work our schedule usually begin between this hour from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. So as you step out, you know, as you step out, ask the Holy Spirit to equip you for the day, you know, and to help you realize your assignment for the day. All right. So this really ends the teaching for um, what the 6 a.m. to the 9 a.m. prayer watch is. And then after this song by Miranda Curtis, which is the Lord's Prayer. Um, I'm going to teach you how to pray during this 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Um, prayer watch. 
the songs that you heard is um before is um tremble by mosaic i love that worship song so much it has gotten it has gotten me through so many times of just feeling it it has just gotten me through a lot like i just feel the peace of the lord just come in the room every time i listen to tremble by mosaic and then there is um i and then the other one i played was um have your way by mumbo i think that's how you say it i think she's a nigerian worshiper um if i don't if i did not say her name right i am sorry but that is how i believe you say her name <laughs> um so let's listen to this song by uh, miranda curtis it's called the lord's prayer For you to be free, 
Because I heard your cry Because I heard your cry Because I heard your cry 
So that is actually called The Lord's Song by Miranda Curtis. All right, so let's um, pray this sample of what um, the 6 a.m., 9 a.m. prayer entails. So this is just a prayer decree of how it should go. If you're not somebody that's used to this prayer watch and you're new to it, this is an example. Again, these prayer watches, um, prayer decrees, or prayer examples that I do at the end, it's really to help you with a uh, like an overview, and also I would say um, like a, a foundation to start from. You know, um, when you start praying during this time, when you feel like the Lord is leading you to pray during this time. Um, and of course, everybody should be praying during this time when you wake up. Um, this is an example of how to pray during this time, what to pray about. Um, but if you're somebody that really is close to the Lord and you know how to pray during 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. And you just, you are in the spirit, you pray in tongues, you understand tongues, you are you are just in the spirit and you just you you sense the holy spirit telling you you hear the voice of the lord you see visions you are good you know you you continue to do what the lord is telling you to do um but if you're somebody that's new to you know growing in christ and new to prayer this is an example for you and i is my desire that the more you spend time with the lord the more he's gonna stretch you in the spirit stretch you physically mentally emotionally you know and fill you with his his spirit more and more so that you get to that point where you just flow with the lord okay where you flow with him and he he just reveals himself in so many ways in visions and word and in song and scripture you know in in hearing the voice of the lord you know so this is an example. All right, so let's let's get in the in position and in the spirit to pray. Okay? So heavenly Father, today I entrust my work to you. And I know my plans will work out well. I can do everything you ask me to do with the help of Jesus Christ who gives me strength and power. As, as according to Philippians 4.13, Proverbs 16.3. Because I reverence in your name, God, your goodness shines on me like the sun with healing in its rays. As according to Malachi 4.2. Father, I praise you and I never forget how kind you are to me. You forgive me of all my sins and you heal all my sicknesses you save me from the grave and surround me with your love and kindness and tender mercies as according to psalms 103 2 to 4 god i release the healing virtue of jesus christ into my body my mind my spirit and my soul and i release the healing virtue of jesus christ into my family into my into my um 
my brothers and my sisters. I release, Father, by the blood of Jesus, the healing virtue of Jesus Christ into my co-workers, God. I release the healing virtue of Jesus Christ, God, into my neighborhood, into the community community that I work at, Father. And God, by the blood of Jesus, God, I curse at the root of every attack upon my health, every attack upon my family, every attack upon the economy, every attack upon relationships, God, in the name of Jesus. Jehovah Rapha, you healed me and you keep me in my perfect health all the days of my life. So God, I plead the blood of Jesus against calamities, catastrophes, and any hidden agenda and dangers that would try to come against me, against my people, against uh, my family, my relationships, the economy, the, um, the the government, God, and even my co-workers, God, and also, Father, my neighbors. Through the blood of Jesus, God, I have been redeemed out of the hands of the devil. And through the blood of Jesus, God, my neighbors, my family, the government, the economy, the people of this land, God, have been redeemed out of the hands of the devil. And God, we have the victory because we serve you, because you are Elohim, you are El Shaddai. We love you, God, and we reverence in you because you have given us authority to trample upon serpents, scorpions, God, and every power of darkness as you say in luke 10 19 so father we stand in all of you and we know that god nothing shall by any means hurt us so god we thank you for your covering we thank you for your grace and your mercy and i pray god that you release your virtue upon us today upon me and upon everybody that i come in contact with god that they will have restoration and healing in their minds in their heart in their body in their spirit in their soul in their finances God in their relationships father and I pray for healing virtue of Jesus Christ to fall upon them God even in their walk with you father so I am a channel for your use today God for how you want to use me today because my life is not my own father it belongs to you this temple my body belongs to you my my, my life is yours God it is yours for you to use for the well-being of my sisters and my brothers God and for victory and honor and glory to be yours God so father I dedicate my body as a living sacrifice holy and well pleasing to you god as it says in romans 12 1 so god use me as you please father shield me from anything seen and unseen today and grace me with your with your with your covering father grace me with favor as i go about today shelter me from anything seen and unseen any harm of the enemy and god light up my pathway god and lead me in the way everlasting father so i thank you god and I bless your holy name and I pray for your your power to fall on me today and your grace and your mercy and I pray God for your will to be done as it is in heaven let it be so on this earth as today you have planned the plans that you have for me God let it manifest I am open to the to the to your will I'm open to your plan I'm open to the assignment that you have for me today as as the sun rises God let the the virtue of Jesus Christ rise over me and and fall upon me and fall upon the land today God heal the land of anything that is not like you heal the land of any issues of any poverty 
of any of any um diseases of anything that the enemy has tried or, or, or is trying to plant in this land god i pray the lord you send your army of angels in the realm of the spirit into the land to rebuke dismantle nullify and dis- and, and and destroy every assignment of the enemy god i even pray now the lord you will place a hedge of protection upon my workplace god upon my family upon my children schools god and upon where they're going father the lord everywhere that my my feet will tread upon God that your presence will be imminent in there that your presence will fall upon the place and stay in the place so heavenly father use me as your vessel today use me as your anchor today in where you take me I am willing I open my ears to you God my heart is open to you my mind is open and I am ready to be used for your glory father and I pray that Lord your will will be done your kingdom will come so shelter me under you under your wings God and let your your grace fall upon your people today and it's in the name of Jesus I do pray your word says that Lord in Mark 9 23 Jesus said to that to him if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes so God I believe today and I decree and declare that Lord this prayer is sealed with the blood of Jesus and it is so and I receive everything that you want me to receive today and I Thank you for listening, God. And it's in the name of Jesus I do pray. Amen. Alright, so that is what um, the fifth prayer watch is all about. Alright, so that was an example of how to pray it. Of course, um, when the Holy Spirit comes in and you speak in tongues, go ahead and speak in tongues. The thing about tongues is that if you don't understand what you're speaking, it's okay. There will come a time where the Holy Spirit will tell you. Sometimes it will be phrases or words and it will be internal that you will know what you're praying about or what it is that you're saying. If you desire to understand tongues... Uh, you first have to pray in tongues and the Lord will give you the desire to understand it. There are people that don't really um, pray in tongues, but they understand tongues, um, but they have the Holy Spirit in them. So remember that they are nine gift of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that in First uh, Corinthians 12, I believe, that um, the Holy Spirit gives some these gifts and some he gives them you know part of the gift so you might speak in tongues and you might not understand tongues you might understand tongues and you might not speak it so um just know that there are nine of them you might have some of them you might not have some of them there are nine of them there is the um um the gift of um, knowledge the gift of uh, words of wisdom the gift of um prophecy the gift of faith the gift of healings the gift of miracles the gift of discernment of spirits the gift of um, tongues and the gift of interpretation of tongues okay so that is basically what um this teaching entails i want to pray the salvation prayer so if you've heard this and you felt you know um you felt nudged in your spirit that you want to really dedicate your life to the Lord. Uh, maybe you've not really 
um, spend time to pray and with this coronavirus and this new season that we find ourselves in you have um, started to listen to worship or you started to pray or you started to um, listen to sermons online and you really maybe just hit this podcast and you're like what is this Mimi's podcast all about and you listen to this prayer and um, this prayer teaching I don't think that it's by accident. I think that God is very strategic in everything that he does. And everything that he does, he has a reason. So it is not by chance that you're listening to this. And if you feel led to pray to salvation prayer, basically in faith, knowing that God hears you and that you are a child of the Lord and whatever sin you've committed will never, ever separate you from the Lord ever would never separate you from the lord i like romans 8 39 it says that nothing absolutely nothing in all of the world can separate you from god's love through jesus christ and that is true okay we have all fallen short of the glory of god we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of god including myself Um, And so by the blood of Jesus, we are saved. And through this prayer, um, we are able to receive the Holy Spirit. Through this prayer, we are able to be cleansed from all our issues, all our sinful ways. And the, the great thing is this, that the Lord does not remember it anymore. It is as far from the east as it is from the west. So... No more will you remember it and no more will God remember it because it is forgiven, okay? So when you pray the salvation prayer, I want you to receive the gift of forgiveness from the Lord. It is a gift. You don't have to work for it. Salvation is not works. It's simply a gift and nobody works for a gift. It is given freely because the Bible says that for God so loved the world which is you and me, that he gave his only son, all right, to die for us, to die on the cross for you and me, for our sins to be cleansed. What an amazing gift is that, all right? So with that being said, let's pray the salvation prayer. All right, so just open your heart. Think about your heart um, as a door, and you're just opening your the door. You know, to allow the Holy Spirit in or think of it as a window. you just opening it and you're just allowing the Holy Spirit to come in, okay? So, dear Father, Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, I know that I am a sinner and I need your forgiveness. I believe, Jesus, that you died in my place and rose from the grave to make me new. And to, pre- and to prepare me to live in your presence forever. I know that you came on earth and you laid down your life for my life. And you rose up on the third day. And you are sitting on the right hand side of God. Jesus, I ask you and I open my heart to you, my mind, my spirit, and my soul. And my body to you for you to come into my life and to live in me 
Take control of my life, Holy Spirit. Take control over me, Holy Spirit. Come and live in me. Forgive my sins and save me, Lord. I place my trust in you alone, God, for my salvation. And I accept your free gift of eternal life. And I receive you, Jesus, into my life. I receive you, God, into my life. I receive you, Holy Spirit, into my life and into my mind and my body and my heart. And it's in the name of Jesus I do pray. Amen. All right, amen. So if you pray that with me, so repeating what I said with me, you are now part of the kingdom of God. You are one of our sisters or our brothers. You are a child of the Lord, okay? So welcome, welcome. You know what's happening right now? Angels in heaven are rejoicing. Whenever we pray the salvation prayer, whenever we receive God in our hearts and we we allow him to be the Lord and Savior of our lives, whenever we are made one with Christ, guess what? Angels rejoice in heaven. And one thing is, every believer that prays this salvation prayer is assigned with an angel so not only are angels rejoicing not only are we one with christ not only is god our father we have angels assigned to us so you're not walking alone you have the holy spirit with you okay and he's our teacher our comforter the best the best encourager is the holy spirit he's the best encourager ever Okay, so you have the Holy Spirit with you. You have God on your side. So never forget that when you do pray, that He is listening. God is listening. Jesus is there. The Holy Spirit is in you and is with you. Okay? So welcome to being a daughter or a son of the Lord. It is the best journey you could ever take. I promise you that. It is the best journey ever. Um, get you a Bible if you don't have a Bible. Find you a church. You can Google churches around you. Pray about it. You know, tell the Lord, lead me to the right church, and He will lead you to the right church. I shared my testimony when I prayed to the Lord to lead me to a church. He took me out of a church. He said, "I want you to leave this church." He, he told me it's time to leave, and I'm like, "Okay." And um, He told me to go to a, 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 another church. And um, I was hesitant to go to that church, not because there was anything wrong. It's just, it was far from where I lived. And so, and I wanted to go to this other church that I thought it was good for me. And so what I did was I prayed to the Lord. And I was like, Lord, if you really want this church for me, I want you to let the pastor say, this sermon is for somebody and the Lord want me to let you know this sermon is for you. And I said, Lord, change the sermon. Change the pastor's sermon. Like the night before, the Saturday night before church, I told the Lord in prayer, change the pastor's sermon. And I want to hear the pastor say, the Lord changed my sermon. And this sermon is for somebody. This sermon is basically... 
letting somebody know something something that the Lord wanted the person to know. And so I told the Lord, change the pastor's sermon and let the pastor say, the Lord changed my sermon last night. And when I got to the church after worship, guess what? In the midst of thousands of people, because the church is a mega church, the pastor said, I don't know who this is for, but the Lord changed my sermon last night. So whoever you are, this is what the Lord wants you to know. And I kid you not, I was like, okay, Lord, okay. And even before I left the church that the Lord told me to leave, I told the Lord, wherever you're going to take me, I want them to preach about this particular subject, which is peace. I want them to preach about peace. And the next Sunday, guess what? The pastor preached about peace. Okay, the pastor preached about peace. I was like, Lord, I, I still haven't received the peace sermon I asked you for. And when I asked the Lord, that Sunday when I went to the church, I remember I was like, Lord, I'm going to leave this church. I don't know. I just felt that I wanted to just do what I wanted to do, basically. I wanted to go to the church I wanted to go. But the thing is, God has us in places where he wants us to be. So if God is telling you to leave a church, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I feel like I'm supposed to say it. Leave the church. Wherever God is taking you, go. Do not stay stuck or stagnant where God is telling you to leave. Okay? You got to move on. You got to move on. I feel like I want to say this. Stop mourning for Saul and move on. God has a place for you. Okay? So if you're somebody that's listening to this and you've been at a church for a long time and God is telling you to leave and go to another church where he has an assignment or even certain people for you and even um, a new season for you, go. Do it. Do it. You can ask for confirmations. The Lord will give it to you. Trust me. He gave it to me. I got there and the pastor was like, I don't know who this is for, but the Lord changed my sermon last night and this is what the Lord wants you to know. And I got the peace sermon that I was waiting for. The Lord gave it to me. So, you know, God has a way of confirming to you. He will let you know. He will confirm it. He doesn't want us to be confused. He doesn't want us to feel like we are in this life alone. He will show you what you need to know. And he will reveal it to you. So that you have a sound mind and content in your heart that you are making the right decision. So with that said, I want you to pray about it. Pray about the church that the Lord wants you to go to. And make sure that the Lord is leading you there. Okay? Because everywhere the Lord takes us, He has an assignment for us. And He has a blessing there waiting for you. And you don't want to miss any of that at all. So I love you so much. And I thank you for listening to the Fifth Prayer Watch again I invite you to Redemption Conference 2020. It's virtual. It's online. So you can literally tune in. But one thing you have to do is you got to register. Again, if you don't have money for a ticket, that's fine. There's a link on there on Eventbrite that you can tap on and get you a free ticket. The only way you can tune in is when you get a ticket whether free or bought or donated, you get a ticket because that's how you're going to get a link to 
join the conference. So I love you all so much. And I pray the Lord's favor and blessings on you. Um, let the Lord guide you and be with you in all your ways. The um, conference, t- uh, the conference um, website is redemptionconference2020.eventbrite.com. So redemptionconference2020.eventbrite.com. And I hope to see you all virtually. Love you and you have a blessed work day. And be open to what God is doing today. Be open to what he's trying to show you. Be open to how he wants to use you. And be open to his favor and his blessings on you. And be open to being an encourager and a healer. And remember, do not hide the Lord. Embrace everything that the Lord is trying to use you to do. And let the world know that the Lord still lives and he's still moving he's still doing miracles signs and wonders be good to your your co-workers be kind to them love them the bible says love those who hate you right love those who who misuse you and curse you love them love them love love show love and kindness to them love you and you have a blessed day okay I don't want to sing the latest song I don't want to percolate the ground I just want to make you smile I don't care who thinks I'm right or wrong I don't care who tries to calm me down I just want to praise you You covered me in the midst of it all. You love me. You gave me another chance. You saw my needs when others saw my faults. You forgave me. Listen for my name They don't have to walk me down the aisle I just wanna make you proud Should I make the Hall of Fame Or they save a special seat I just hope that you'll be pleased You covered me in the midst of it all, you love me, gave me another chance. You rescued me, I was going to fall, going to fall. You saved me, so in my life. Glorify, yeah, yeah.
get the glory, you get the praise, you take the honor, I just want to say, you get the glory, you get the praise, take all of the honor, I just want to say. Father, you get the praise. 